Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed. Remember to make the Word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast. We are still on the series, Be Healed. And today we're saying, even if you are born with it, the Lord can heal you. Every parent that is expecting a child wish that they would give birth to a healthy child. I had my first child through cesarean section after my labor pains were induced as I was already 42 weeks and labor had not started. My doctor sent me to a hospital where they induced me and I labored the whole night and the whole day with no baby in sight. I remember that the water broke during the night and my little one still did not come. And when she decided to come, she got stuck on my pelvic bones and we rushed to theater. They made me to sleep fully, unlike my second and third child where they did an epidural and I was awake. But when I woke up, the first thing I did Though I was still drowsy in the ward, I asked to see my baby. And they brought her to me. And I asked if she had all her fingers. They said yes. I said, show me. They took off the blankets and they showed me. And I checked the fingers and I counted them. And then I asked to see the feet and I saw that she had all ten toes. Then I went back to sleep. It's actually a funny experience when I think about it. Um, I had not had a baby before. I was in pain and I was drowsy and everything else. But the first thing that came to me was, does my baby have the fingers and the toes? And it is, as I said, every parent wants to have a healthy child. In fact, we actually expect a healthy child unless the doctors had already told you that there is something that is not right with the child. I can only imagine what a parent that gives birth and see their baby for the first time and see that something is missing or something is not as it should be. And maybe the doctors tell the parent that uh, this child maybe has a heart condition or you see that the child has a missing hand or a missing foot or something, anything that is just not um, as it should normally be in a child, in um, in a person, in a human being. That moment when the mother realized that the baby is blind or has some form of a disability, I can only imagine the pain in their heart. I have never experienced that, and I bless the Lord. Some babies are born with some diseases, um, like a heart condition, for example. You give birth, and they swiftly take your child to go to intensive care or high care, ICU, and they do all sorts of things to keep your baby alive. And some mummies may already know Because today we've got scans that may show some of these things. But in the olden days, there was no such. And you would only find out when the baby is born. Then you accept and live with that. And society would actually then tell you that you need to accept your child as they are. Because that is a gift from God. And it is actually true. And it is a good thing. It's a good advice. If there's something that is not as normal um, in your child, you accept that. You bless God for having a child that is alive. If the child is sick, of course you want the child to be healed. 
But in some societies, they'll tell you that it is a curse. They'll tell you that you are cursed. Maybe something was done by your family. Maybe you did something and somebody cursed you. That is why the baby is born just like that. And those that believe in traditional healers, they may end up seeking help from them. And I don't know if they do get help or the help that they desire. But I know one God who releases a child to a mother, even with a disability, and then in turn, he heals that person. You would ask, why would God give you a child with a sickness or a disability? Those are the questions we can never be able to answer. And therefore, we should not even dwell much in those questions. The word of God tells us that there is nothing that is impossible or difficult for God. The Bible also tells us of a story of a man that was born blind who met up with Jesus in Jerusalem where there is a pool of Siloam. The pool is located outside the walls of the old city to the southeast of the old city. Now, we, we're going to read this story and, and we're going to look at this issue of what is it that you do as a person, as a parent, or you as the individual that has a sickness or a disease or a disability that you were born with. Something that you say, the Father in heaven released you to this earth with that thing, knowing that you are having this disease or you have this disability. What is it that you can do? Now, Jesus met up with a man like that who was born blind. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 9, verse 1 to 2 and verse 6 to 7. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. When he said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back saying, Glory to Jesus. Jesus was, was passing by and this man was said to be a beggar. He had no job. He couldn't work. So you just sit around and wait for people to give him something. So Jesus Christ passes by and sees this man. And the disciples ask the question about who sinned and all of those things. The man did not ask Jesus to heal him. The man probably didn't even know that Jesus was passing by. But it was Jesus that approached him after the disciples asked him if it was the man that sinned or um, the parents for him to be blind. Now, to them, they were seeing a man cursed with blindness. And that was probably as a result of his sins or that of his parents. And that would mean he was looked at with eyes of judgment. What sin could he or his parents committed that God would then punish him with blindness? So he was probably charged for his sins or his parents' sins by other people. His disciples thought that. Maybe the rest of the people in the community, they also thought of such things. Such cultural thoughts are not in the Jewish community only. Even in Africa, we have such. There are such beliefs that some parents would then seek help for, from traditional healers because they believe maybe that child has been bewitched, maybe the parents have been bewitched, maybe this is a curse or anything else like that. Sadly, in some African countries, including South Africa, if a child is born with albinism, it is viewed as a curse by some people whose culture and belief systems have taught them such. It is such beliefs that make society to encourage 
and instill parents the values of loving and caring for your child who is born differently. And that requires them to accept the child and raise them up with love and care. So on the one side, you find people that say you are cursed. And on the other side, you'll find people that say, no, no, just accept the child as they are and love them as they are. And of course, the latter is a good one. Now, having raised your child and accepted that the child is has a sickness or a disability and you teach them to love themselves, what is it that you can do when someone comes and says they can heal you of your disability or that they can heal your child of their disability? What is it that you ought to do? Remember, you have been taught to accept the disability. You have been taught to love yourself with that disability. Therefore, you have decided to go on with life and not attempt to get that situation or that sickness or that disability to be healed because you have already accepted that. Now, Jesus Christ approached a man that had grown to accept his own disability. He was blind. There was nothing that he could do. There was nothing that people around him could do. Nobody tried to do anything because they had no power to do anything anyway. Now, Jesus goes to this man. John does not record if Jesus spoke to this man, but he tells us that Jesus Christ spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And then he took that and anointed the eyes of the blind man and instructed him to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. Now, this man had lived all his life blind. That is all that he knew, total darkness. A man he had not just met just comes to him and smeared his eyes with clay and then instructed him to go wash in the pool. Some people reject the thought that it is possible to be healed from a disability. Some have become disabled through accidents, though they were born without a disability. And it becomes a problem now to say to somebody like that, that there is a possibility that you can be healed, because that is the life that they were used to live. This man had a choice to reject this act from Jesus and um, wipe his eyes maybe with a cloth, and continue living as a blind person or accept the opportunity that was presented to him and go and wash in that pool as Jesus Christ had instructed him. Jesus gave this man a chance to choose. He could have just spoken a word and healed him, but he gave him a chance. Get up, go and wash in the pool. Do something yourself. I have put the saliva on your eyes, but now it is your time. Do you believe that you can go to the pool of Salam and wash and be healed? Or are you going to just go ahead with life since you were born like that? Therefore, you should just accept it and let it go. So this blind man had a choice either to accept the offer by Jesus and go and be healed. That would require him to move in faith, go to the pool and get healed. Or he could just disregard what Jesus Christ had done to him and just wipe off his eyes. So he had a choice. He's given a choice and a decision that he must make to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. Now, on the other hand, we have a man also that was also born blind. His name was the son of Timaeus, and, and the Bible says he is Bar Timaeus. And this man heard about Jesus. He heard the things that Jesus Christ had done for others, and he wanted to be healed. This one approached Jesus. He heard that Jesus Christ was passing by, and he started crying out. The Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 47. Now they came to Jericho as they went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. 
And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now you can see that um, he's the one that took the initiative. He didn't wait for Jesus Christ to come to him. He approached Jesus. He cried out, Jesus, have mercy on me. He needed Jesus' mercy for him to be healed. And the Bible says that Jesus Christ responded and answered to him and asked him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. That is Mark chapter 10, verse 51 to 52. Now, Bartimaeus was, was desperate for his healing. He wanted to see. He disregarded those that told him he must be quiet. He cried even more until Jesus Christ gave him attention. That is the difference between this blind man and Bartimaeus. This one was desperate for the healing. This one would not even accept the rebuke from the other people that were telling him to be quiet. He cried even more until Jesus Christ gave him attention. Though he probably loved himself, but he was uncomfortable enough to want this blindness to go away. He wanted an opportunity to see. He was desperate. Are you desperate enough to get help from Jesus? How desperate are you? Can you cry like that man, Bartimaeus, when Jesus Christ comes and cry to him to say, have mercy on me? Can you cry like him? Can you call on his name like blind Bartimaeus? Jesus Christ told him to go. His faith has made him well. He received his sight just by believing. Jesus Christ did nothing physical to this man compared to the other men where he smeared him with clay that he had made from his own saliva. So the other man who was blind also, he had to exercise his faith by going to the pool as instructed by Jesus. And now I, I don't know how far he was to the pool, but he had to take steps to go there. He had to walk there. He, is, he probably had a way of moving around the place. His eyes were already made dirty by Jesus, so he needed to wash them. But he went on the instructions of Jesus. He could have got home if he didn't want to be healed, but he decided and chose to go to the pool of Siloam as Jesus Christ instructed him. Uh, it, I don't know if there was water around except for the pool. But you see, the instruction of Jesus was specific. Go to the pool. Not go to the nearest house and ask for water and wash your eyes, but go to the specific pool, which is the pool of Siloam. There are many ways, different ways, that Jesus Christ used to heal people. To some, he just spoke a word and they went their way and they were healed, as he did with Bartimaeus. To some, he did something physical to that person. To some, he just stretched the hand. To some, he touched. There are many different ways that Jesus Christ used to heal people. Um, but what is important is to take the instruction of what the Lord says to you. More importantly is also to want to be healed and to believe that Jesus Christ can heal you. Jesus Christ needs you to believe in him. You need to have faith in his power to heal you. You need to believe that it is possible that you can be healed. All things are possible to him. Who believes. You may ask, why are some not healed if they believe? Only God knows. Only God knows how far you believe. Only God knows the, the secret things of your heart. There are people that 
um, may come for healing and not believe that they'll be healed. Some they go as if I'm just going to take a chance and see. But that's not faith. That's not, that is not believing. You cannot go and take a chance with Jesus. You need to believe that it is possible. You need to want it as Bartimaeus wanted it. God has given us his word. He has given us his promises and his promises and the yes, they are amen. His blood was spilled for us. He was beaten and striped for us. And by his stripes, we are healed. There are many servants of God that have recorded such miracles as this one's blind Bartimaeus and that other blind man, even in this day and age. Unfortunately, there are also so many that have staged healing and that is for Jesus to deal with. But however, we need to note that the word of God has already told us that there will be false prophets and false teachers. Unfortunately, it leaves such a negative impression on people. Even those that may have wanted to be healed, they will then say, there is no healing. These people are just liars. We also have the word of God that gives us testimonies of the power of God to heal people, even of the disability that they were born with. Jesus did not say to that blind man or to Bartimaeus that they must just accept themselves as they were because they were born with it. But he gave the blind man an opportunity to choose to see by going to the pool to watch. So you have a choice. Do you want to be healed or not? Do you believe that Jesus Christ has power to heal you? Do you believe that Jesus Christ wants to heal you even today? Do you believe that Jesus Christ has released power for healing even today? Many are such miracles that are done even in this day and age. As I said earlier, there are many witnesses of these things being done. You need to have the passion um, for that which you are requesting. It's not a passive thing, but you've got to have to be involved. Jesus gave the blind Bartimaeus his request, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. He asked for it. He wanted it from Jesus. He asked Jesus for he believed that it was possible for him to be healed. Jesus gave this man what he did not even ask for. And the man said, one thing I know, though I was blind, now I see. Praise the Lord. Though I was blind, now I see. I was blind, now I see. He was born blind, but then he could see. Because it is possible with Jesus. It is possible for you even today. Never ever limit God. Never also be comfortable with a situation that you are not comfortable with. If it is sickness and pain, don't be comfortable with it. If it is something that is limiting you, don't be comfortable with it. You may accept it. You should not be depressed about it. You should not have anxiety about it, but you can say to yourself, I want this thing to be dealt with, to be healed by the Lord. I'm going to Jesus and I'm going to ask him, I know God that you have given me this. I know that I'm born like this, but I want to believe that it is possible just like Bartimaeus did. He had not met Jesus. He had not seen him. He didn't know how Jesus looked like. He only heard voices. There is Jesus coming. Jesus came with a crowd and he knew that he was coming because people were loudly speaking about it and he went for it. Believe God can do it. Believe God for greater things. Miracles, signs and wonders shall follow they that believe. It shall not follow they that want something and they are not asking for it and they are not believing God for it. You cannot go for prayers when you don't believe it is possible for you to be healed. Sometimes we limit God so much. We think that God can heal headaches and stomach aches, 
but he cannot heal cancer and HIV. We limit God. Because you are born with a heart disease, then you think that God cannot heal you. Because you are born uh, with a disability, you think God cannot give you a miracle. You think because God released you like that, then he cannot change his mind and give you the leg that you have asked for. People have believed for greater things and received them. It is up to you to believe and it is up to God to answer your prayers. Believe God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior, you are God of miracles. You are God of signs and wonders. You are God that does the impossible things. You are God that deals with the difficult situations. You are God that releases a person even with a disability or a sickness and knowing that there is power already that you have released to this earth through the Holy Spirit whom you have sent. Father God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus for everyone listening to this podcast episode that they will begin to believe you for greater things. I pray that you'll touch and heal them, Father. No matter how much and how many years they've had this disease, no matter how long they've had a disability, even if they were born with it. Father God, I pray that you stretch out your hand, that you touch that person and heal them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that you touch and heal them, mighty Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you give a miracle for everyone that desires it and asks for it, Father. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray the anointing that came upon the men blind who went to the pool and washed. I pray that it rests upon everyone that desires healing as that man did. I pray, Father God, for everyone that calls on you, son of David, as blind Bartimaeus did, that they will be responded by you, Father, that go your way. Your faith has made you well. I believe, Father God, that you can do great things, my Heavenly Father. I believe in miracles, my Heavenly Father God. And I pray that, Father God, that will be made manifest unto everyone that believes, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Heal us, my Heavenly Father God, of all sicknesses, diseases, and even disabilities. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you are God of the impossible things. You are God that does miracles, signs, and wonders. Let it come unto us, Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the work of the Holy Spirit, my Heavenly Father, in Jesus' precious holy name. All things are possible with you, Father. I give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback also and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.